Welcome to Finding My Yum, a sex-positive podcast celebrating all forms of sexual expression. Each week, we bring on a new guest to share their journey. We talk honestly and openly about what they're into and what sex, kinks, love, and more look like in the real world. I'm Jerry Courtney Austin. And I'm Will Lentz. And we are your hosts! And today, we are joined by Julia motherfucking Wells, who is a pussy-based business coach uh, extraordinaire and just like an all-around badass and I'm super thrilled to share this episode because it's I mean it's just awesome (laughs) it's just great Uh, but before that this has been quite a a week in news Um, I'm not gonna say great because I don't know when news is ever fucking great anymore Uh, but yeah I feel I feel I feel terrified, I feel angry, um, and I feel sad with, um, you know, the legendary and powerful and uh, absolutely incredible um, and such a figurehead, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, dying um, and passing away after putting up, like, so much of a fight, you know. And the fact, I, I think one of the most disheartening things is, like, one woman shouldn't be the difference between like us having a democracy and not having a democracy yeah. like yeah it's insane i mean i could go on a long rant about the problems with the way we currently have uh our supreme court set up um but i'm not necessarily going to do it but i think uh what you're saying there is right it it's hugely unfortunate that we're not going to get the chance to actually fully appreciate and mourn rbg uh because we have to be so concerned about what it, the implications are um not just about like the legacy that she fought for but you know the legacy of uh the u.s and, and a lot of the things that she she brought forth to bear um so yeah it sucks yeah 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 it really sucks and um i totally agree with that and i think it's so disrespectful and also not what what happened in 2016 right like the they fought for the exact same thing that the new president should be able to to put in the justice so that is disheartening and then to add to it um you know the 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 charges for the officers involved in Brianna Taylor's murder um are just reprehensible and when you think about how much money her family got I think it was $12 million for a settlement and then no criminal charges. Like, what the fuck are we doing? I think that's just what I want to scream all the time. It's like, what the actual fuck? Yeah, it's insane too. I don't know. I'm I'm in Kentucky right now and I haven't. Oh my God, yeah. Right. And it's, you know, I haven't seen a ton of it around Paducah, which is about four hours uh, west of Louisville. Um, but obviously I have friends that are in Louisville and I've seen, you know, social presence and that kind of stuff. And one of the things that was going around, I don't know if it made more national news, but um, is that there were a couple of emails from the from officers within the LMPD that went uh, around the past week or so, which just kind of shed light on like how terrible they are. Um, just being like, you know, these protesters, like just, just shitty stuff that you don't want to hear. Yeah. Um, just of like kind of very much us versus them mentality. And like, this is not the type of people that we want in law enforcement. And so not shocking that uh, ultimately that this is what the uh, decision was, but still very frustrating. Yeah, I think it just, yeah, it just hammers in how much work there is to do and how far we are 
from justice and any type of equality for black people, for marginalized people, black indigenous people of color, for women, for, you know, female identifying people, um, non-binary. And, um, and yeah, frankly, like, I, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the fight is on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the fight is on with so many exclamation marks. Yeah. And frankly, for me, I like the part that frustrates me, I think connects these two stories is that like, I feel like the reason that this kind of thing happened was probably because, or at least in part because uh, Trump or at least some GOP people thought it would be better for their election if there's more riots because they can say they can try to hammer in that law and order episode or that law and order message. And, you know, it's not a coincidence that David Cameron, the AG for Kentucky, also spoke at the RNC this year. And it just feels too connected and too like premeditated for that not to at least be considered. And, Sure. I, I'll end it there, but I will also say to you, uh, there's now reports that people were like that cops were shot in the protest tonight, and that sucks. But it also like makes me be like, the the reason that like the cops are getting shot too is because like there's manipulation going on up here. So they don't care what side it is; they just want chaos. chaos. Yeah. Um, because they think they I can mean, profit off of it. I think like the like such a big thing from both of these stories too is that the system is fucking broken yeah and so we can keep saying that it's individuals and you know what have you but the the system is fucking broken and we have to fix it and it it is our duty to fix it um but you know one of the the amazing things about this guest coming up julia is that she is encouraging female women identifying people to harness the power of the pussy harness their their female force of nature into business and into into their field and to crush it financially and also make an impact and i think we need way more um of of those type of people and and these groups that really change the narrative of from this male-centric patriarchal foundation to expanding expanding the narrative and expanding how we look at these different systems of of business of money of you know even family structure sexuality body autonomy etc and so yeah i i think she's wonderful you guys are gonna love her and enjoy yay welcome to finding my yum i'm so excited today we have an awesome businesswoman extraordinaire julia wells here thank you so much for being here and please share all the amazing things that you're doing because i think you can do it way more justice obviously than i can (laughs) hi thank you for having me first and foremost um yeah yeah, i'm super excited to to be here and dive in and i'll share a little bit about myself and then of course if you have any follow-up questions we can just dive into all the things um amazing But yeah, I call myself a pussy-based business coach and we can pick that apart, but it basically means I teach women like how to tap into the power source that is pussy and and what I refer to as that, the energy of it, um, and how to use pleasure to create more profit in business, but also to just like enjoy the fucking process of running a business and putting yourself out there and doing the really hard thing that is entrepreneurship. And I do that solely online. I 
am like known for being a content whore all, all over the interwebs and just like keeping it real, <laughs> talking about the struggles that our business, talking about the desires that a lot of women have that we're even scared to own around making money and being seen and serving people. And, and most of my clients are coaches or people who are service-based businesses, which also usually means they're the face of their own business, which comes with a whole new set of <laughs> terrifying things you have to do when you are at the top of everything, like all leads, all roads yes. lead back to you. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I do. I teach all kinds of classes on how to do that. I have private coaching all the things that one could possibly think of. I am also a podcast host. I have a podcast called Wait, What the Fuck? Yeah, and I break down like, (laughs) what is pussy-based business? Why do we need to be having these conversations? And all of that kind of good stuff. I, um, I guess like I'm a trained sex, love, and relationship coach. I have been a business person my whole life. I've always been really interested in leadership. And I've always kind of just looked at like how, like, I just, I've always known I don't want to play the game that currently is presented as business and leadership of like be super professional and all the way buttoned up and do it like men do it. Like no fucking thank you. But it took me a really long time to figure (laughs) out what the other way was, which I have now coined as pussy-based business. So, um, that's the general gist of like who I am and what I'm doing right now. (laughs) I love it. I love that. Um, yeah. I mean, all of that is incredible, and I'd like to just dive in and sort of uh, get to the nitty-gritty right away. So I'm curious, you know, you talk about this evolution of, you know, moving from a more male-based approach to a pussy-based approach, and so I'm wondering, how did you start? Like, what what was your original intention? Like, why did you want to get into business and entrepreneurship, and what was that journey to then rejecting the standard as it is now still, right? Like how we're still programmed and taught to interact in the world um, for this other female forward pleasure-based way. Totally. Yeah. I got into coaching kind of like gateway drug. Like a lot of people, I did the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which is like, (laughs) I just always say, because there's so many people who go through that program and they're like, this isn't what I want to do. But like, it's an introduction to the coaching world, which is so cool because you get presented with this idea of being a personal brand of unlimited freedom, both in terms of income potential, lifestyle, like potential that you want. And when I started seeing all of that, like I just got into it because I was like, I don't know, I want to be healthier and take care of myself. Like, I don't even really know what this was. I was working corporate and I fell in love with just the amount of freedom that was possible. And kind of instantly planted that seed that I needed to do this. And I was in a very corporate space. I was in like a top management training program. And even like, even my female mentors were still teaching the like, I call it like bro business or bro marketing principles, but it's like, it's lonely at the top and like never let them see you sweat and all of these things. And I'd always, it was so hard for me because I'd always been really successful in what I've done in leadership positions, but because I was such a people focused person, like I loved relationships and I could care less about like the process and doing it the right way. And so, you know, I played by the rules enough to, to be successful. And then I was like, this, everyone's miserable. Like, why would I keep doing this? And then I had this other like dangling carrot of you could start your own business. 
And I jumped a little sooner than I think I would probably recommend for some people, but whatever. It's everyone's path is their path. <laughs> I had no idea yeah. what the fuck I was doing. I literally was just so miserable at my job. I had a friend who'd also done the same coaching program and she was like, I don't know, let's just quit our jobs and be health coaches. And I was like, okay, sure. Like, <laughs> all I know is that I need a change and like worst case scenario, I can go back into the corporate world. I can go back into the other things I've done. And so I just kind of dove in and the first course that I took, some people might know it, it's called B-School. It's run by Marie Forleo. And it was kind of, it's kind of like one of the holy grails of like business trainings in the coaching space online for like online businesses. And it kind of set the whole tone for what I was saying of like, you have to be this like perfectly polished and have all your ducks in a row and your funnels and your marketing and all these things. And I immediately was like, oh my God, I'm not cut out for this. Like, I am the messiest person. I fly by the seat of my pants. Like, I just care about people. I don't care about processes. And so it really sent me into a spin. And that was in, I think, 2015. And for a long time, I really got sucked into like, trying to run my business from that same thing of like looking a certain way, being a certain way. And it was so counter to who I was. I was trying to like become this type A, like not that that's good or bad. It's just not who I am. And so instead of just embracing who I was and running a business from that place, I was like, oh, let me be something I'm not. And obviously that just like didn't go well. And even if I was seeing any success, I immediately was like, well, I don't want more of this because it feels terrible. (laughs) Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I eventually was like, I got to figure out what the other way is. And just kind of like, that's when I, I had this like crazy download one day in the car of like, you have to teach about money and pussy, pleasure, sexuality. And this was before I'd taken my training. And I was like, oh God, like, I don't even know what that is. And like, how I would do that. I was like, <laughs> have to do my own work first. Like, I've, you know, I've been like the friend that's like wild and we talk about sex, but like, I don't know, to talk about that in like, in terms of coaching is like a way bigger responsibility that I was very aware of. And I was also seeing that a lot of my clients, um, I, at this point I'd already transitioned to talking about business stuff and not health and nutrition. Cause I realized I hated that. Um, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> you yeah. um, don't want to help anyone with those things, but, um, <laughs> I was, I was seeing that a lot of my clients, like you could give them business strategy all day or marketing strategy. And then women just wouldn't go out there and, and execute on it. And it always had a deeper, a deeper reason why, right? We were scared to be seen. It felt unsafe, literally like being in our bodies, being visible has gotten us raped, attacked, just like horrible shit. Or like we've been abandoned or we've lost love or whatever. And so I was like, oh my God, there's so much more to this. Like what? No one's teaching this. And I was like, maybe sexuality is that link. Like so many people have so much trauma around this and like, let me dive into it. And I dove the fuck into it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, I think what it was bringing up for me, a lot of what you were talking is just in general, how women are supposed to present themselves in, bin- in business and otherwise, right? As like, not only being able to do everything, right? Like take care of the home, take care of kids, work, balance everything, clean, juggle, whatever. But also like 
do it with a smile on our face and like be really happy and 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 upbeat and like totally engaged and cool all the time and it's like that's so unrealistic that makes me insane and makes me feel like I'm constantly doing something wrong because I'm not emulating the things that I've been shown um yeah so I I I'm super impressed because I think that that's such like a an awesome um like a like veering off course into into like a female space and it's not even female right it's like even we can play into the binary but it is like this more looser in touch with our emotions like more authentic way of operating um and so I'm wondering with the with the sex and and love classes that you took um or workshops so what did you learn in that process you know, I think as doing this podcast for myself was a lot of that journey and constantly is of like, okay, well, if I'm asking people to come on, I have to talk about my experience and I have to get really personal and introspective and really honest about how I feel and how uncomfortable and weird and like, you know, my all hangups, you know, as I try to navigate this crazy world um, and, and how I operate within it. And so I'm wondering about like, what shifted for you and then how how did you utilize that to then bring it to this business of yours to impact other women? Yeah, totally. So the training that I did is like, it's kind of more like a grad school level thing. It's called the Sex Love and, or I think it changed names to Vita, but it's with Leila Martin. It's like a 600 hour gnarly training. So like the first few months you have to do your own work around healing your sexuality, diving into your shadows, diving into like all the stuff that's held in your body. It's super body-based coaching, then coaching other people and all these things. And I, you know, like same patterns. I was like, it's so, it's such deeper stuff that is holding all of us back. And we just have to be able to access all of those things. And then me being able to go first and do that of like, oh shit, like, here's why yeah Yeah, like I was already pretty good at being visible and vulnerable on the internet it was just like my flavor and brand but then there's edges for everybody and being able to be like oh my god could I hold myself through like you know worst case scenario getting trolled or somebody saying something super ugly and even just like from the little things of like you know the more visible you are there's like random dudes sliding in and dick picking you and just the things Mm -hmm. that we have to deal with but um yeah and so as I started to do that I I was clear from the beginning I didn't want to be a sex love and relationship coach but I wanted to bring that flavor into business because I also was like there's such a connection here and nobody's talking about this even the like the like feminine based business coach space and like heart-centered I'm like it still ends at the heart like right it's like I'm loving and and being soft and receptive and in surrender but there's like a different flavor when pussy gets on board of like yo that's your fucking power (laughs) source like yeah love and light it's your shadows it's your gross shit it is like all of that that has to get harnessed for you to like fully be in your power and I mean, I get like turned on just talking about it. Cause I'm like, that's just so cool. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's so, it's even more than business. Like when I coach my people, it's like, we're, we're not just talking strategy and like, I can do marketing with the best of the best, but like, it's the deeper shit of like, why don't you trust yourself? Why don't you feel worthy enough? Like, why do you self abandon? Like, what are you looking for that? Like you haven't even given yourself or let yourself go there. And like you do that work, like you'll make money, but like, you're going to be the happiest fucking person, you know, like you're going to be like turned the fuck on and unstoppable. And like, 
I I fucking eat that shit up. And so does my entire <laughs> client base because it's like, that's real empowerment work. Um, it's not band-aids. It's not pretty. It is very uncomfortable. And I mean, it literally will change your entire life. <laughs> Yeah. So did you feel like that shifting within you? Because I know like a lot of a lot of coaching, even for like I have another friend who does basically creative healing. So empowering creatives to access the pussy, access the life force. Right. And and bring it all up and harness it in order to access your full potential. Um, And so. I totally just lost my train of thought, but I'm wondering, like, did you, like, do you feel like it's a, this is kind of a dumb question, but it's constantly evolving, I imagine, within yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now where you've gotten to, like, do you, what, what are the rewards that you've seen of, of working with other people and doing this work, even in your personal life um, and in your, in your business life, which I know your business is like soaring. So it's just more (laughs) examples of how awesome this approach is for sure. Yeah. And just for like anyone who's listening, if you're like, Oh, who's this person? Like, I know nothing like just, I think it, not that money is the only thing that matters, but it's, it's just a marker that a lot of us can relate to. So before the way I was running my business, when I felt like it wasn't a lot of empowerment that I was like trying to be something else, I, you know, like I would make a few thousand dollars here or there, but it was like wildly inconsistent. I really couldn't count on myself to show up. And when I shifted into this of like embracing who I am, like even the really messy parts, like my clients know that I'm a mess. Like they know that I fuck shit up all the time, but I'm still like showing up and I'm doing that in integrity, but like it's, it's self permission. Right. My business since June of 2019 has done $900,000 in sales. And that's with no ad spend. That's pure organic marketing. Like it's the results that people are like, what in the actual fuck? And I just fully attribute it to tapping into pussy and tapping into our power and, and getting comfortable with those things. So I feel like I got to go first and now I'm creating this wave on the internet of like, pussy-based business or pleasure-based business and people seeing that it, it doesn't have to be so uncomfortable. And it's been cool because I did this first in my business and now I'm doing this in my dating life of like, oh, (laughs) Oh, I am enough and I am worthy and I can be all of these things. And like, somebody's going to want that just like somebody would want that and pay for it in business. Somebody's going to want that and like sign up for it in, in romantic terms. Um, but it's so cool. Like, I think there's such a ripple effect to it. And then with my clients, it's the same thing of like, most of them have never been in a space where they were one given permission to be their full self, but then had someone hold that vision for them that you could be successful being yourself and like all parts of yourself. (laughs) And it's really hard to, to kind of wrestle with. And it, it can take a little while to like, get on board with what I'm saying. And some people are like, I, I like get it. I'm curious, but like, it just at some point it just clicks when you've done enough of the work and you're just like oh my god I've made life so fucking hard trying to be something I'm not and beating myself up all the time and it is literally exhausting and part of it too is like beyond just being tapped into your power it's like you have so much free space and time once you stop hating yourself or making yourself wrong for everything oh my god yeah That's a really good point. Yes. (laughs) Like one of my favorite questions my clients will ask is like, what do I do now that it's so easy and I have this free time? Like I'm very passionate about teaching you how to also 
do business in a way that doesn't take a million hours. And like, you're not like rule, like ruling over the computer all the time. And so it's like, we have to all of a sudden be like, Whoa, what do I do now that like I have free time and they don't hate myself. And like, I'm not, you know, like in these horrible patterns of self abuse that we all do in different ways. Um, and so it's like, those are the wins that it's like, I love the money wins. They're so cool. But like when somebody gets to that place where they have a different experience of life, like that's beyond rewarding. And just seeing it in so many different clients at this point of like all ages, all races, all sexual orientations. Like, I mean, I mostly work with people who identify as women or femme and have like pussy or pussy energy, but, um, you know, like, I just think it applies to everyone too. At the end of the day, it's, it's less about pussy and it's more about like, can you just let yourself be yourself and trust that that's enough? <laughs> and yeah, men need that too. Absolutely. And like non-binary and everybody needs that because the patriarchy's a bitch. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think that's putting it absolutely mild. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm curious of, because I, like when you were talking about how you had this uh, download, you know, that you needed to incorporate these different aspects and sort of pivot a lot of these words, right, like pussy and using fuck and all of these, all of these sort of um, expletive words that that get people's attention, right, but have a certain connotation. Did you have any kind of conversation in your head around using them or like barriers or specificity around why you're using them because you know Tony Robinson uses the same he uses fuck a lot and and, and a bunch of different words right exactly so that your brain can't like it pays attention and so I'm curious was is that part of your your focus and kind of what you're prioritizing by utilizing those type of words yeah, actually probably the opposite. Yeah, I think most marketers would probably be annoyed to find out that most of the things I've done really well, I've done by accident. And <laughs> <laughs> um, which is funny, but like, no, I'm just from New England. We swear a lot. I've been a sailor. Like we also swear a lot. I don't know. I'm just, like, that's just who I am. And I've also always been an edge pusher and kind of like the mischievous one. So I like to get a rise out of people. It's not, yeah, again, it's like not intentional. It's part of who I am. Like I want to push boundaries all of the time and um, consensually and in integrity, we'll just note. <laughs> but, but yeah. And so, yeah, that's a good answer. <laughs> just say, I'm not out here just like traumatizing yeah. people. Um, sure. <laughs> but yeah. And so it was just kind of like the first thing I actually really did where I was like, you know, I would swear just kind of, I, I write like I talk on the internet, which I think gets a lot of people's attention, not because I'm swearing because there's a congruence of like, Oh, I feel like she's just her, herself. And she talks to me like I'm normal or I'm a friend. And, and there's something really soothing and different about that than most people on the internet. It's a facade. They're literally trying to say the right thing. And it's never, ever been about that for me, but I guess it like to, in some, to some extent it works in my favor, but then at the other time, like it's, it can be really stupid of me to run my business this way because I literally could never do ads, even if I wanted to, like my podcast won't fly. The word pussy won't fly. Half the time pleasure is not going to fly. Like, and like, there's no, there's just no way I'm getting past those super strict boundaries. I run around in lingerie, like hell the fuck no, are we getting away with that? <laughs> Which is like, cool. It just gives me a new set of challenges. But for a lot of people at the beginning of my business, they were like, 
no way. Like, don't do that to your business. You're going to pigeonhole it and you're going to like cap your growth at a certain point. And I just think it's funny to be like, okay, whatever, like challenge accepted. I will figure this out. Um, and so sometimes like I play into it, but like, I don't even have to, it's just like so authentic for me to like be ridiculous or like show up in my branding and lingerie or like the last thing we did was like wearing blazers with nothing under it and being on videos and mm -hmm. you know people like oh my god like you're gonna break the internet it's like yeah I was just more just trying to like be funny and playful because we also need that flavor in business it's not so serious yeah I I love that and I think that's such a good answer to the question of like yeah, it's just coming more from authenticity than absolutely anything. And I love, I mean, I have to say too, like, I hope that by what you're doing, it helps push the envelope about what we can fucking see on a billboard or we can see in advertising or how we can have these authentic conversations, right? Because like these words taking control over these words that have been used against, you know, uterus having people historically and pussy having people is powerful and does push that envelope of forcing people to be like, it's, I can do this. <laughs> like, I don't care what you've told me. I'm already doing it. And you should get on board because this is already here and it's, it's coming in full force. Watch out, pussy train is yeah. is barreling towards you. <laughs> yeah, whap. I mean, I think it's like a very <laughs> obvious like transition for that, right? Like it's that. There you go. Wet ass pussy all over. Um, and so I, what does it look like then? I mean, you sort of talked about um what the difference is, but what you know. What does it look like getting into the pussy like and and through your workshops? Are there like do you have like specific things that work on the body and are you working one on one with people to, you know, work through trauma and work through a lot of um, our our inhibitions and our blocks, which come from society at large and then also, you know, the the barrage of information we're always constantly receiving about who and what we're supposed to be. Yeah, totally. So I would say my coaching is definitely a mix of like the mindset work. So reprogramming the brain and neural pathways, and then also the body-based stuff. I probably more recently have like leaned heavier towards the mindset stuff because I think it's really, really helpful. But the two for sure go hand in hand. Like you could tell your brain a story of like, it's safe to go make money. And if your body's in a state of freeze or panic or whatever, like good luck, right? You've got to get both on board. <laughs> so I'm always constantly finding ways to like bridge those two things together. So sometimes it's through like a movement practice or visualization or just even like somatic coaching where we're working with parts of the body. My clients know that I'm like a fanatic for journaling and just like getting our thoughts and our fears out onto paper, allowing ourselves to like express our desires on paper and all of those kinds of things. So it's always just like finding the right combination. And I personally don't go super deep into like any type of like pussy exploration or sexuality work in that sense. I don't do a lot of the trauma side. A lot of my people come to me from places where they've already been doing that. So there is that level of safety and then having some trauma awareness so that I can tell when I like can't push someone any further or it's a safe enough space for them to, t to name their trauma or whatever's going on for them there. Um, but yeah, and like working with all of those things, being able to notice like if my clients are in a pattern of like flight, fight, 
freeze, bond, whatever they're going to do. Um, and being able to work around that. Cause I think like what other people do is they're like, just push through it, push through it. Men can just like push through it. And <laughs> like my body runs my yeah. life. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> um, and like, we're so emotional too. And so it's like finding those things of like how to process them, how to feel it and be with it, but not let that run your business at the same time. Um, and it's such like a juggling act for everybody too, of like figuring out what that even looks like. But, you know, trying to tweak it and customize it as much as I can when it's, you know, a private client versus in my bigger programs, I'll try to sprinkle, sprinkle in different tools of like, okay, if you're feeling stuck, try this tool, try this tool, try this tool, like have a fucking toolkit. Cause at some point, like one of them's going to unlock you and then the next thing's going to need the next tool or whatever. So um, just kind of trying to like constantly give them more and more. Uh, have you found that during COVID and quarantine and just the state of the world um, that your classes and sort of your your focus has shifted a little bit um, or has anything changed in, in terms of that? I imagine this work is incredibly supportive along with everything going on, especially um, as we're all having a global traumatic yeah, experience like, right literally uh yeah it's uh, i just curious if it, if it if it sort of required a pivot or even even for you to go back to some of those original tools because i know it's been a big process for me of like okay let's Ooh, go yeah. back to some of these things that i know because this has rocked my entire world in a big way yeah and i'm so glad you like named it because it's so true we're like all of us on top of the things that like are, we're doing to like play a big game or get ourselves out there or take risks. It's like, we're also doing it in a global trauma response and like fucking shit show. And <laughs> um, yeah, and I think I was actually perfectly positioned in a sense because the way that I teach pleasure is actually not so much about the sexual pleasure, but I teach more of a nervous system regulation in how I use pleasure. And I kind of been teaching that of like the way that you can like get comfortable taking bigger risks online or making more money or being more seen or whatever it is like is to get your nervous system on board so that you don't override it and freak the fuck out. And so I'm always talking about how to use pleasure to do that. And again, non-sexual pleasure in a lot of cases, like for me, pleasure is an activation of any of any or all of the five senses. And so if you can even just like stroke your arms, if you like, I tell people like, if you're on a coaching call and it's getting really rough or you're in over your head or whatever, like, can you touch yourself? Can you self-regulate and get your nervous system on board? If you're thinking about the amount of money you want to make, can you add a pleasurable activity in with it so that your system starts to relate to those things as pleasurable instead of terrifying <laughs> and we're like self-regulating yeah. all the time. And so when pandemic stuff happened, I think it was so nice that I was able to just talk about like, well, we just need to up the pleasure. And it seems like the the most backward response. And I will note that like, similar to what you said is like, the pleasure can be the basics. The pleasure is feeding yourself. The pleasure is like connecting with people who you care about. Like, it doesn't have to be this like grandiose bubble bath and flowers and blah, 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 blah. like all great. But it was like, can you just regulate the fuck out of your nervous system, both for the world around you and for your business and what's going on? And and also having the tools to do that myself so that I could quickly like get with whatever was happening and then take care of the humans. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I teach it is like, can you use pleasure? Even if it's like, can you add 1% more pleasure into anything that you're doing 
it naturally calms your nervous system and you might have some work to do around like pleasure, feeling safe. But again, that's why I'm like, it doesn't have to be sexual pleasure. Like literally just stroke your hair, rub your arm, like hold a, a warm candle or a glass of tea or something like that. Like those things send signals to our body that it's like, pleasurable and it's safe to relax into it and be in our bodies instead of be in our heads where we, where all the anxiety and control and all of that stuff also lives. So. I love that. I've never heard it quite said that way either of like activating the pleasure in that way and then associating things that you find scary or nerve wracking with something pleasurable so that you begin to change that conversation in your head and in your body because you're right like I can shift a lot of things in my mind and be like yeah I'm totally <laughs> yeah. I'm totally down for this and my body's like no we are we are <laughs> that's a <laughs> yeah that, that's a lie for sure um yeah like as an actor you know it's it's that constant push and pull of like being vulnerable and visceral and open and being like I can shoot for the stars and then getting rejected and being like I'm terrible and the world is ending and I'm never going to create anything, right? You're like, I'm going to um, die and this is not safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, I am interested. You brought up dating a little bit and, and I'm curious about how how these tools relate into relationships. I mean, because it, it, it relates in every single way. Your focus is business, but I think it's really cool you're, you're applying it in a different in different contexts now and I'm just curious how it's been going <laughs> yeah totally so I'm some of the like basics of the mindset stuff that I teach that I think is really important is like being decided and being fully committed even if you're terrified and you don't quite know like what are the tools and how am I going to get through this and so part of that for me like in dating was the same thing in my business where I like had to take it seriously and be fully in of like I don't know how I'm going to get over all my shit and do this thing and find the human that like really wants all the weird things that I have to offer and whatever. But it's like, I just, first of all, like, I'm going to decide that I get to go on this journey. I'm going to figure out the right tools. If I did in business, I can do it in dating. And then starting to see like, okay, where is my nervous system dysregulated? Where do I have all these old lies and stories in my head of like how hard it has to be in, in the, so COVID hit and I was like, okay, I'm going to have a COVID love story. And like, and this is at the beginning <laughs> yeah. when like, we didn't even know how long COVID was going to last, but I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to be like everyone else who's just like, this is impossible to date. Like, I don't know, get creative. I already run a business online. I'm sure we can figure out a date online, like only exclusively. And then as we've continued to go, it's like, oh, I'm going to have the most fun possible, like dating online, dating in COVID. And not just like do it because I had to. And all my friends are like, yeah, dating sucks. And like it, apps are the worst. And I'm like, yeah, apps are the best. And I'm going to find my person. This is so <laughs> fun. But again, it's like that idea of creating my own reality. And at first it did feel like a lie. I hated the apps. Like I did not want to be going on all of these FaceTime dates. Like at the end of the day, I've Zoomed for like five hours with clients. And then I have to get on with a random stranger. Like whatever. But I started to like tell sure. myself those narratives and then be like, okay, how can I get excited? What's coming up in my body? Like what's even going on for me? Like, and then practice through action, I think is a big thing. Most of us want to just do like the body and the brain stuff and not go take action and get real time feedback. So I've just had to like do that process constantly is like, 
and each layer like that that shows up it's like okay what are the stories that I have here what kind of empowering narrative do I want to create for myself what's going on in my body can I get regulated and then can I go take action in alignment with all those things and um it's been it's been fun in a lot of ways it's definitely like pushed my boundaries of like you have to communicate so fucking well. It's just like, you got to have the STD conversation on date one. And by STD, I mean, do you have COVID yeah. and who the fuck do you hang out with? <laughs> like, what are your boundaries? Yeah. And like, things just move at a different pace. And it, it's so weird, but it's been cool to like, same thing of like, oh, I get to be my full self. I get to have boundaries. I get to ask for what I want and need and, and create this whole thing. And I think I'm having like a really great experience compared to a lot of people who just resolve to be like, well, I'll just be single forever or whatever. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I think it's interesting. So I have a an amazing partner right now, but you know, and and even like COVID, we were relatively newly together, and so it's presented new challenges yeah, for us, sure. right? Of like, oh shit, now we're having all the conversations, and like we're living together basically, and and it's forced like a lot of really, it, it's like put time into yeah. just like a vacuum, like a you know, it, every minute is like three times as long. Um, but but I think for for all the the people I've been talking to who are on dating apps and especially women, like one of the things that I, I keep bringing up is like, you know. I always hear from people that it's so scary to talk about like what do you want and you can't bring up like whether you want marriage and kids like on you know the first date or the second date and forever I've been like yes yeah. you can <laughs> because why would you waste your time but like now COVID gives such a great opportunity to like get super clear yeah. because your health is at risk in an even greater capacity your time is super valuable in terms of like who you share it with because you could be sharing it with people who you don't get to see on a daily basis anyways exactly. right like we can't take we can't take like our time and our 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 people and our pods for granted like they're like these golden treasures so I think it's such a good opportunity to you know shift the focus of being like this is cool I can get really clear very quickly with a lot of people and then and then get and then get in the nitty-gritty with people who who show up in the way that that I show up and that align yeah like it accelerated so many pieces for me of having to be like super clear of what I wanted there's no like casually dating in my world right now right like if yeah, I'm intimate with one person, like, sorry, but that's it. Like, so then I kind of have to stop dating other people. So it forced me to look at other stuff and then it's like, you're exclusive, but not. And so it's been so like, I think there's so many wins for myself in it and for other people. And you just have to like one, be willing to do it. But I think having the support and tools to do that because it, it's a super challenging time and, and everyone's like in a trauma response, whether they know it or not. So there's some weird behaviors yeah. coming up too. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's, that's another thing. And I'm sure you've encountered this too, even working with people of like, uh, you know, people just shut down in the weirdest ways or like one thing escalates out of control. <laughs> and you're like, I, or even for myself, like I, I was working, you know, trying to get dental insurance and I had a full fucking meltdown because it wasn't like happening and I had to spend all this time on the phone and I was just like laughing while I was crying like this is insane I feel insane we're gonna get out of this and be like holy crap how did we hold all of that but I have to remind my clients and myself and everybody all the time is like even the littlest things right now and, and sure it's like gotten more relaxed and we're both in California so yes and no but it's like the littlest things require so much brain energy and decision-making 
capacity. So it's like leaving your house is a whole ordeal and doing all these things. And like, it's okay to adjust your expectations. It's okay to melt down over the littlest things. <laughs> like, yeah. And then again, yeah. it's like, can we use trauma to kind of regulate, not trauma, I'm sorry, can we use pleasure to regulate some of the trauma response going on there? And I just think it's like, that's like my superpower little tool that like, thank God I've been practicing this for years now. So that it's like, cool, my baseline used to be at like, you can't see me, but like, whatever, hands high, <laughs> high baseline, it, you know, like could hold a lot of pleasure and do a lot of things. And now it's like, uh, no, like I got the base. If I showered, ate, worked out and showed up for work, like we are winning this day. And let's be real. Some days that oh doesn't God, yes. happen. <laughs> And sometimes you show up and it's all a mess and you're like, but I was there and that's what happened and that's okay. Um, Yeah, I agree. Being like super gentle right now and and taking it one step at a time. I think that's been a huge learning curve for me because I'm used to just doing 7,000 things at once and being like, look at what I can juggle. Look at how well (laughs) I'm doing all of these things, you know, and this now it's like I can't even – I can't even hold two thoughts in my head anymore. Exactly. It's so exhausting. And like, yeah, so many of us thought we could like do all these things. And now we're like, oh, I have to learn how to like be alone with myself. I have to learn how to like just go back Mm -hmm. to the basics and and like make myself the most important thing that I'm taking care of. I mean, if you have children and partners, maybe different, but like, you know, you still can't give if you're totally depleted. And I think it's been great for a lot of people in that sense of like, it was a full reset of like, oh shit, like who am I? And like, what do I even want? And what do I need? Um, and it's, it's forcing people to yeah, slow exactly. down in a lot of cool ways. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, this has been absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for, for sharing so many amazing insights. Where can people find you and sign up for your, your course? I think there's a wait list right now um, for, the, for the next one, whenever it becomes available, right? Yeah, we're pretty much... <laughs> pretty much always sold out and on the wait list, but the way to find Amazing. out, yeah, I brag. Um, uh, the ways to find out and fo- follow and do all the things either on Instagram, Julie motherfucking Wells, on Facebook. If you identify as a woman, there is a Facebook group called visible AF and I'm in there live. I also share a lot of cool business tips. There's a lot of motivation and sisterhood. And then my podcast, wait, what the fuck? And it's our one year anniversary of the podcast right now. Yay. Yay, Congrats. Oh my God. That's so So exciting. (laughs) And so we're doing a huge giveaway. So if you're also like, oh, I'm going to go follow her. Now's the perfect time because you get to like win really cool prizes and all kinds of good shit. And you'll find the info for that if you go to any of those places that I just said. Amazing. Well, uh, again, I'm so grateful. This has been absolutely lovely. I can't wait to I'm on the Facebook group as well. So I can't wait to engage more and 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 just play a little bit with with all the stuff that you have. Yeah, it's such a good space. And I'm sure people can tell by listening, but like very casual, very approachable. If you like the episode, I would love to hear from you. Send me a message. Let me know. Tag it, whatever. And I will happily like respond and share and all the things. I'm a very real human. So please connect with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. So awesome. Thank you. Woohoo. Oh boy. Oh boy. I got really high on that. I was almost going to go higher, but then I was like, I'll break some glass. Yeah. And I appreciate it too for my, (laughs) my headphones. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was nice. Um, It was a good note. Yeah. Thank you.
thank you so much. Uh, Julia, thank you so much for coming on. That was so awesome. Uh, I learned a whole bunch. I actually have been incorporating since I talked to her of, of trying to incorporate that pleasure aspect and bringing um, good feelings into things that I find really difficult. And although I'm struggling with it, I it, it does help when I do it. And I, and I love that idea um, of just like changing changing our our minds and how they're they're working so that they're associating you know more pleasant things with things that we might tense up about yeah i think that's awesome i mean i think it's one of those things that we don't think about enough or what we are um conditioning ourselves to feel in certain moments um and i think that that can probably be a very powerful tool uh it's something you know i think I think it would just be helpful to be more more present about kind of the, what you're experiencing when you're experiencing it aside instead of just letting all the things happen to you and shape how you view the world. Um, yeah. Control that a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. No, I was super thanks for coming on. Yeah, that's so awesome. Um, and yes, as always, please follow us on social media at Finding My Yum Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We're posting behind the scenes. We're posting clips. We're posting news, uh, quotes, so many things. And also I get to connect with so many people through that. So please follow us. Message me. I want to talk to you. Uh, you can email us at findingmyyum at gmail.com. Uh, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And this time, share uh, your favorite episode with how many friends, Jerry? 69. Nice. Yeah. Good old standard sexy number. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then all... Uh, do- we did it. We got it. We, we, we said everything? the things. Yeah. Oh my god. We Rate, did review, subscribe. Do that. You know. You guys, Will did it all. I had to cough and I couldn't pay attention. Um, we love you. We'll see you next week. We have so many more exciting, diverse um episodes coming up. So stay tuned. And please uh, suggest guests. Like I wanna um I wanna hear all of your suggestions. I've been bringing on a bunch of people that people have been uh, sharing with me. So I love it. I take your suggestions and I I do it. So message me. Yay. Stay yummy. <laughs> <laughs>